Hey guys, welcome back to Missing Out Mondays, where we tell you what we're into. Start your week off right. I'm Tari J. I'm Lex Michael. And we are going to be talking about some stuff. Lex Michael, what are you into this week? Oh, no, no, no. You always make me start. I want you to go first this time. Okay. Yeah. Tari J, what are you into this week? Oh, well, uh, I'm into, uh, I'm actually into, uh, a YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> I'm very into making my own parfait. <laughs> Ooh, parfaits is so dope, though. You get some of that sweet, sweet, like, granola, and then you get, like, you, but you gotta get, um, plain yogurt. Oh, he's actually really plain, making Plain, non-fat yogurt. Um. It was just the tone in your voice is, I wanted it to be very, I was like, hey, kids, do you like macrame? so i'm sorry what do you like <laughs> no i'm gonna talk about this parfait <laughs> and you get fresh fruit like either um blueberries or strawberries sure um so you blueberries recommended because they have a nice texture sure um uh, and i like to get different varieties of granola uh because the especially like with sweet chocolate bits in it because the sweet really complements the the tangy of the the plain yogurt sure and then you also get a, a a combination of sweet and tangy with the um or tart not tangy tart um with the blueberries and so it's a really nice uh collection of tastes and textures it's really nice i didn't um, realize like you were such a parfait guy i love parfait all right so you're gonna um, have to make me some parfait at some point and oh, we'll just we'll eat it on mic yep, and that we'll describe sounds... the parfait experience. There'll be a lot of. I hate it already. <laughs> um, I'm actually, it's I'm a actually channel, into you said. <laughs> yes, a YouTube channel. Um, I've talked a little bit about Lindsay Ellis before. Love her stuff. Um, yes, and so today um, I actually binged. She did a series called "The Whole Plate," um, where essentially she took. Um, She's she's looking at different um, film theory through the lens of Michael Bay. Um, That's right. Have you seen it? Uh, no, I, the, you said the whole plate, and I'm like, I know I haven't seen it yet, but I'm like, well, I'm trying to pull in my brain, like, which one was that? Okay, it's the Michael, yeah. the Michael Bay thing. Um, so she talks about, like, Artur theory. She goes over, like, the male gaze. She talks about, like, the the definition of genre um and it's so far it is an eight-part series um the eighth one just launched yesterday um and it was about um lgbtq representation transformers movie specifically right yes i saw this go up and i i yeah so i realized that's part of a series so now it's like okay i gotta go back to the beginning of the series and catch up on the whole hell yeah i will say um I, I recently I've been like sharing with people the video she did called the complex feels of guardians of the galaxy volume two. Oh yeah. You've seen it, right? I have. So I'm the dude that cries at the end of that movie every single time without fail. I have never not cried at the end of that movie. I cried while listening to the commentary on that movie because I, I know what's going on under that commentary. <laughs> um, she, I, I have said uh, multiple times in the past to people that know me personally um, there have been characters in movies that I have that have reminded me of elements of myself that I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of like I can put myself in this position sort of. Weirdly, I never felt like I saw myself on screen until that fucking raccoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 
me. That's like the all of the kind of most the way she puts it, like all of what I perceive to be the most toxic elements of my own personality and what they are born of, I see in Rocket and the way he reacts to it and the way he reacts to loss and making making progress, trying to work through his own stuff and the way he reacts to spoilers for Guardians Volume 2, uh, losing Yondu, who he yeah. actually really connected with and saw himself in the final shot of the raccoon of Rocket looking, watching the Ravager funeral and realizing that that no matter how much Yondu fucked up and all the bad shit that he did, in the end, he was still loved. And that means that maybe in the end, Rocket will still be loved too. I fucking cry at the end of this thing every goddamn time. As you and should. The, and at the end of uh, Lindsay Ellis's video, the whole like last little section just focuses hardcore on Rocket and mm-hmm. what what his, what his toxic uh, uh, personality factors are. Swear to God, dude, I cried watching Lindsay Ellis's video because she hit so it hits so close to home for me and she nailed it I mean she nailed it and I got to the end of that video and I'm just I'm like weeping and I'm like oh my god Lindsay Ellis sees me (laughs) because like it is and it's like it's like it's the same kind of like he can't well, go watch the video. Go watch the video. But like, yeah. it's all—it's the same. Like, um, uh, what I perceive to be the toxicity in my own personality, and it's like it's so hit home. Yeah. So, uh, all this to say, big no, fan. big she's fan. great. Like for anyone who hasn't seen her, um, she manages to take complex ideas and deliver them in a um, like a, 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 a. I keep thinking of uh, the term bite size but that's not what i'm looking for um like easy to digest ways um she's also very she's funny and 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 charismatic and i think that like she's just she's a really good entertainer um in addition to being insanely smart um so if you have a chance to see any of her video essays bro she did a a great one pretty recently about um trying to identify and track the ideology of the first order in the new star wars movies yeah and also trying to pick apart why a big company selling toys that are objectively uh aping or replicating fascist iconography was a little different in 1977 than doing the same is in 2018 yeah is fascinating yeah uh, absolutely i i agree with you 100 like definitely go check her stuff out she is one of the in my opinion one of the best at what she is doing mm-hmm. i a uh, few people have approached me about like uh, uh i think you would maybe be good at doing something like this and a couple people have even said like i'll do all the tech stuff if you just want to write the monologues and do the voiceover and I love that idea. And then I look at somebody like Lindsay Ellis and I'm like, I, what am I going to do? What do I have to add that is, uh, if not better, that is like even comparable in terms of quality to this? It's, it's yeah, she's insanely good at what she does. Yeah. I mean, she's been doing it for like, I want to say at least seven years. So, I mean, you know, you got to build up. Um, what do you, what about yourself? What are you into? All right. So there's a few things I could talk to you about because, uh, uh, the, my, my media consumption has kind of been ramped up, uh, recently now that I'm, I feel like I'm watching less TV. So I'm like cranking through movies real fast. Yeah. So I could talk to you about like, look, ready? I'm not going to talk to you about these things, but I could talk to you about like, since we did this, I've watched, check it out. Uh, Kill List, Double Indemnity, Thelma and Louise, Night of the Hunter, Sunset Boulevard, Altered States, La Silke Rouge, Columbus, and Letter from an Unknown Woman. I could talk to you about any of those. I could talk to you about American Vandal, which I finally just got around to. 
I like it a great deal, but I'm not going to talk to you about that, Tari. What I need desperately to talk to you about today is Kingdom Hearts, which I have been playing for the first time. Yes! And I know that I know that you're a Kingdom Hearts guy. Yes. And I was always I was always like I looked at it and went, "Oh, that looks fun." But I always it, it was so wrapped up with Final Fantasy in my head, which is a series that I I was never um down on. I just feel like I missed that boat completely and yeah. I never found my way into it. So I, I didn't, you know, just didn't really look that way. Other than, oh, it's cool. It's like an RPG with Disney characters. That's fun. You go to Disney places, hop around, fuck shit up. Yeah. But they, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out. Uh, it, what, like early next year. And yes. uh, I actually haven't watched any trailers. I only saw the feedback to the trailers. And that got me real excited. And I went, all right, I, I kind of want to check this out when it's released, but I know that there is a mythology to this series. There's a storyline to this series. It's not like New God of War came out and you can just jump in even if you've not played other God of Wars. Gods of War? Yeah. I assume that uh, the story is going to be continuing from where we left these characters in Kingdom Hearts 2 and some of the ancillary stuff that came afterwards. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Got to start from the beginning, and I picked up the uh, the, the bundle pack uh, for PS4 of uh, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 Remix. So it's pretty much everything with the exception of, I think there's like a 2.8 now yeah. that exists, and I don't even know what that is. If it's like a, a next step thing, if it's like a prelude maybe to 3 or like a postscript to 2, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Point being. <laughs> it's a prelude to 3. Got it. I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, point being. I am now, I think, most of the way through the original Kingdom Hearts, and I'm liking it a lot. I'm having a lot of fun. There are definitely some things I'm bumping up against in terms of mechanics because it is, it's a PlayStation 2 game yeah. that they remastered and ported over. So there's a bit of a, there was like an adjustment to being like, okay, well, I gotta, can't jump the way I'm now used to jumping in games. I can't like time my running and jumping the way I've, I've gotten spoiled to be able to do. Yeah. Um, the uh, Ursula fight. So one of the worlds you go to is Atlantica, the Little Mermaid Land, and you get a little mermaid tail, and Donald Duck's got an octopus bottom. Uh, I texted you at one point, just just incensed at how frustrating <laughs> I found the mechanics of this entire setting. Yeah. Um, and I tried to do the final Ursula fight, where she's like, she's, she's super giant, she's got all these elemental attacks, and she's constantly turning, but you really want to get behind her and punch her in the head and stuff. Yeah. Um, just for the life of me, couldn't even get close. I was like, I don't even know how it's possible for me to get away from these attacks, defend myself from these attacks. I'm not giving up on the game, but like, shit, I gotta like take a break or like, I gotta really rethink what I'm doing here. Yeah. Within a couple of minutes, I texted you again. And I said, there was an ellipsis and I said, I did not understand how the uh, abilities system worked until just now. So I've been going this whole game. Actually, in hindsight, I'm very impressed with myself that I made it as far as I did without really upgrading much of anything at all. I couldn't. Even, I hadn't even upgraded the thing where you can see the the hit points meter of the enemies. Oh, really? Like I had nothing. Oh, and so, and so I started upgrading everything because I didn't realize, because even if they laid this all out in a tutorial early in the game, it was a lot of information coming at me. Yeah. And I'm still just going like, look, Goofy's here. Um, <laughs> you know, so like maybe I missed it. But I thought for some reason that like, you know, all the, the abilities list that you've got, 
I thought for some reason you could only equip a couple of them at once when in fact, no, as long as you've got the points, you just keep adding all of them. And I didn't realize this. Yeah. So once I did that, the game became much easier. Uh, <laughs> but I still, I still couldn't beat Ursula. I still had to leave that for a bit. Had to go do all the Halloween Town stuff from Nightmare Before Christmas. Had to fight like the big uh, pillowcase monster. Yeah. And then I had finally leveled up enough to go back and beat Ursula. So that's about where I'm at in the game is like I'm now at Neverland, which is, I uh, believe, the last Disney world in the game. Yeah, I think um, because there's hang on. So there's um, shit. There's Wonderland and there is the, so the jungle Tarzan, from Tarzan, yeah. Agrabah from Aladdin, mm-hmm. uh, Monster of the Whale from Pinocchio. Yes. Um, oh, uh, Olympus Coliseum from Hercules. Um, and then there, the three you named before. So, um, Halloween Town, uh, Atlantica, and Never Neverland. Neverland. And then there's like Traverse Traverse Town, which is the hub world, which is the only place you can buy items. Which until you do, you get the warp feature on the gummy ship, is just deeply infuriating. Having to go do a space mission both directions every time you want to buy a potion. Yes. Well, just find them more. No, there are Moogles around, right? You will just they, fucking... Will they sell me stuff? They, um, I keep trying to talk to them, and they're, are they the guys with the big noses that are all just like, we got some stuff for you, Koopo? Yeah. Like, I don't know what a Koopo is. Um, you're not giving me any of the stuff you're telling me you have for me. Koopo is... All right, so this has turned into a, a Kingdom Hearts tutorial. Because I have some questions, because I know there is some overlap with the Final Fantasy universe. Like, there are some Final Fantasy characters in it. Like, David Boreanaz voices his character from final one of the final fantasies right didn't know he was character in one of the final fantasies till someone told me um sid the guy who's like first works at the accessory shop isn't he a final fantasy character yes. final fantasy 7 um and the um the moogles are from final fantasy 7 and they fuse together so you've been getting shards of like material and so, no clue what those are for right. and i know upstairs they'll synthesize the yes. shit so those make things like what are they so like potions you can make from okay. them and and like oh uh, I weapons up, i just end up and, and selling all the shards and stuff and then just buying potions with them. well you've been fucking up well, I don't, um, I, i'm doing all right um but yeah uh, kingdom hearts is great i was i had at one point thought about making you play it for the show but like you know I we didn't have a we didn't own it and there was no way to play it so I couldn't do that. Um, but maybe, now you own it. Maybe because we're talking about this one for missing out Monday, maybe we'll plan on doing like a full show for Kingdom Hearts two when I get there. Okay, still, haven't, cool. found, still haven't found Mickey yet. Don't know where he's at. Don't know where he's on. He's in the key art for Kingdom Hearts two, so I'm guessing he's not dead. Or if he's if they kill Mickey at the end of this, he's got like a twin brother or something. Yep. And it's like in Beer Fest when uh, when uh, Kevin Heffernan's character dies. And uh, I forget the even character's name, but he's got a twin brother yeah. uh, that shows up. So he's just back immediately. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, I, I feel like I know you guys already. It's like, you might as well just call me the name of the other character. So like the whole <laughs> joke is like he dies, but like, nah, he's, he's essentially back. Quote right. unquote, different character, but it's him again. So maybe they did the same thing with Mickey in this game. Yeah. So you get uh, King Mikey and Mikey's like, he's- I feel like I know you guys. Huh? You might as well just call me Mickey. Uh-huh. And everybody's just super uncomfortable. It's yep. like, that's weird and a little morbid. Uh, yeah, he's just been like, I've been waiting for this moment forever. I really <laughs> like that other name. <laughs> and then he just starts doing that. Like, ah! It's like his eyes are rolling up. Like everybody's like, what the fuck is this? 
Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. Um, um, but so, okay, but yes. so I want to know, like, um, what, like, what did you play these when they came out initially? Yeah. So I've I've been into Kingdom Hearts since uh, 2003 when the first one came out. Yeah, because when I told you um, I was playing them, you seemed very excited. Yes. Um, so I, and also it has a very special place in my heart. So like, um, I played the first one, uh, when it first came out and then I was, I spent a summer like living with my dad. And so like the first, like that whole summer, I just kept, it was the only game I had. And so I just kept playing it over and over and over. Um, and so like, I loved it. Um, and then, uh, so, and then I basically, played the handheld one and then i months and months and months and years leading up to the second one releasing would just like go on forums and and talk to people about it what is the what is the the gap between one and two when was one you said 2003 uh yeah 2003 was one two uh and then 2006 i want to say was two okay um yes so it was either um 2006 or late 2005 um mid 2005 it was the summer um and then three still hasn't come out but we've had a bunch of games in between so we've had a in-between game which was kingdom hearts 300 something like 50 something days over two um i think that's part of the bundle i have yeah and that is takes place between kingdom hearts one and two we have um chain of memories which also takes place between one and two uh and then we also have uh birth by sleep which takes place after two well no it technically takes place before the events of number one um, and then we have uh, Dream Drop Distance, which takes place after number two, but before number three. But yeah, so like, I think that if you play through it, like it, it gets a little more convoluted, but overall, like you really get in touch with the characters. Um, you the, the gameplay becomes uh, a lot more fun. Uh, because you get different forms and you get to interact with a bunch of different people and you start doing crazy summons and it just starts to, to like have a lot more layers to what you can do. Uh, you're about to get into a really interesting area of the game, which like I'm very excited for you to get to. Well, I can fly, I can fly now, right? With Peter yes. Pan. And also there's a Negasora walking around. Oh yes. Um, so yeah, that's, that's fun stuff. There's like, so better stuff comes after that. Yes. Well, story wise, um, really, really interesting stuff happens, uh, coming up. Uh, that I think that will be really fun to discuss once you get there. Um, what's not, the what's the 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 asshole friend name? Riku. Uh, yeah, Riku. Riku is a dick. I mean, he's complicated. His whole but his whole deal is about like trying to essentially possess Kyrie. It seems from the beginning, it's like it's like I got a crush on her too, but I own her and you don't <laughs> it's like he's uh, yes he is definitely complicated and it definitely seems like where i'm at in the story he may 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 be second guessing his choices a little bit right but like bro you should be second guessing your choices a lot <laughs> like a lot more <laughs> than you are he's just really anxious to get off the island and, and he's and, anxious to get off live. something Ooh. Ooh. please don't sexualize these kids <laughs> Ah, right. It's I very, think no, but it's, really, it's I'm just saying it's creepy and weird, This the way this character... And I guess that's maybe part of the point, but 
I'm not positive, and maybe it's just because, like, your protagonist, your POV character, is literally a kid, and his sidekicks are Donald and Goofy. Yeah. It maybe makes a certain amount of sense that no one is going, holy shit, dude. But, like, <laughs> someone needs to pull this kid aside and talk to him a little bit, I think. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm I'm digging it, and maybe yeah, we plan on um, wh- however long it takes me to get there, like maybe doing a full show on Kingdom Hearts too. Yeah. Um, but no, I I dig it real quick, real quick, because I'm getting to the end of this game, and I know I think Neverland's the last Disney location I haven't visited. There's also again, there's Hundred Acre Woods in this game too. You can oh, hop into yeah. a book and like yeah, yeah. bomb it up with Winnie the Pooh and shit. Um, the uh, I assume we go to new worlds into i assume we're not just hitting the same places over and over again yeah can you can you like name i don't want it all spoiled can you name me one because i know nothing about what happens can you name me like one new place that i haven't been in game one that i will get to in game two tron what yeah shit yeah that's (laughs) awesome i love it i'm excited (laughs) hell yeah tron all right that's my that's my dream all right. My, my dream was always I knew to live in Tron, and now <laughs> I'm getting as close as I'm likely to. It's pretty dope. All right. Uh, Exciting. So, And I know they're doing Pixar stuff in 3. Yeah. Um, I know nothing else about 3. I was like, I asked, I think I asked uh, Jay. I was like, hey, uh, are they doing like Marvel and Star Wars stuff in Kingdom Hearts 3? And he's like, I don't know, probably not. And I'm like, then why bother? Uh, <laughs> well, because it's been in development for, for a while. <laughs> yes. yes. It's like, it's surprising that they're even doing Pixar stuff. Because, like, I mean, I guess technically it's be- it was before um, Disney was like, we're doing our own animation. Fuck you guys. Um, but, like. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, they still own Pixar. Um, yeah. So, but it's like, it makes sense, right? Because we're only, we seem to only be pulling from things that exist in Disney or Disney adjacent animated properties. We don't yeah. seem to be pulling anything from live action except Tron. Except, yeah. except Tron. Right. <laughs> and maybe, maybe others. Yeah. But th- this little, like, and I don't want to know. Don't spoil it. But okay, so if we are pulling from like certain live action properties, give me some, give me some Darth Vader in there. Give me some, some grumpy Luke Skywalker drinking tip milk to piss <laughs> off the man babies. Let's do it. I, I mean, I'm sure that'll happen in Kingdom Hearts Four, but <laughs> it's just yeah, all, definitely. It's just four hours of drinking blue alien poop milk. With Luke. <laughs> is, is this the tutorial? Like, what's <laughs> happening? Um, oh man. Because, yeah, I, I couldn't even imagine if you got into, like, Avenger World. Um, I want it so badly. There's I, uh, every... D- honestly, like, I bought uh, one of the Lego Marvel games just because, like, I so badly wanted a game where I could, like, fly around in the Iron Man suit. And the closest that I've got right now is, like, the Lego Marvel games. Yeah. Which is very satisfying, by the way. Like, you could be in the park and literally just fly all the way up into the sky to where the helicarrier is. Ooh. It's very satisfying. Yeah. But if we could do that in, like, more, just more of that. Yeah. Um, and you've been hearing, like, on and off, right? Like, there have been different Marvel games potentially in different stages of development for a while. Yeah. I think that maybe the closest we're going to get to what I've always been hankering for, hopefully we'll get some, some uh, elements of that in the Spider-Man game that's coming out. Mm-hmm. But I don't presuppose I'm going to get to fly around in an Iron Man suit in the Spider-Man game. No. Some more of that. I mean, Nomura, if you're listening, uh, I would really like for Donald Duck to become Howard the Duck when we get to uh, to that world 
I just that's all I want. I want him in the like cocktail suit. Do you know what I, I want him to dress that way? I don't want him to like become Howard the Duck. I no. want there to be like a mistaken identity thing. Yeah, where like he ends up like somehow like swapping outfits with Howard the Duck, and he's mistaken for Howard the Duck, and ends up on a misadventure like on Contraxia or some shit. Yeah. I'm into it. You know what I don't think we're going to see in one of these movies? The planet worth the sex robots. I don't think we're going to see the sex robot planet in Maybe. Kingdom Hearts. I mean, we, it could, they're like, all right, you got to grow up with, with Sora. So now right. it's time. Wasn't for... that, I saw some blurb somewhere about like how Kingdom Hearts 3 will grow with its audience. Yeah. Sex robots. Hell yeah. <laughs> then he's, he's, he's like, I got a summons for you. It's like if um, we had just gotten Riku one of these decades ago, we would have been just fine. Uh, okay, I'm going to end this before it gets too gross. Um, before? Guys, I think it's way too late. I think it's, it got gross a while ago. Uh, thanks for joining us on Missing Out Monday. Uh, let us know what you're into um, by hitting us up on Twitter at Missing Outcast. That's M-I-S-S-I-N-G-O-U-T-C-A-S-T. Because um, we'll read it here on this show. Or, you know, like... When we're out at yeah. the mall, we'll just read them loudly. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah, he does. Um, We've been asked to leave so many malls. <laughs> uh, I don't believe in them. They're bad. Uh, local Support local businesses. Um, but also, so tomorrow we will be covering uh, maps of non-existent places by Thank You Scientist. Uh, so make sure to tune in for that. Uh, it is available on... Um, all the regular music places, Spotify, Apple Music. If you if you found this, you'll probably find that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Google it, motherfucker. But if you're like listening to this in your friend's car or something, hello, uh, uh, new friend. Uh, yes, Hi. that's how you find us. Uh, uh, if your friend just is withholding this information from you, if they're like, you can't have this thing I love, it's mine. Uh, yeah, uh, wherever your podcast can be located. Yeah. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean. Hell yeah. All right. Bye. Jar Jar, he's a He's a key to all this. It's like poetry, you know? burned the dasser, then crashed in the boss's hay blibber, then vanished. Yeah, fuck y'all. I seen that Phantom Menace. <laughs> I see that shit. I see that shit in my dreams. Ooh. <laughs>